1: make getting in on game day a breeze and you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors find tickets today at ticketmaster.com/nfl <laughs>
2: Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk B's, here with my two boys per usual. Uh, the notorious one, Derek Farnsworth at RG underscore notorious, and my man, uh, former Millie Maker winner, Bobby Gomes uh, at Bobby Gomes DFS. What's up, fellas? We're back for week five. Week four was a good one for me, although I have some tilting, some things I can tilt. Uh, I did call Komet and Fields on the show and had that going into Sunday and then blew it all up for had to play the 4K QB AOC and uh, just totally tanked my lineup. So for DraftKings, that was tilting. Yahoo was great. But how'd you know, Noto? What's going on?
1: Yeah, what's up, boys? Uh, it's funny. By the time Friday rose around, I hardly remember what happened last week. Uh, I had to go back and look how I did. I only had one team cash, but uh, it ended up being all right. So uh, thank you to Christian McCaffrey and those four touchdowns. And uh, this show can never go off without a hitch. Uh, This is the second time recording. My internet crapped out the first time, so hopefully uh, we can get a whole hour worth uh, this time around.
2: We're good. We're we're, we're tightening up. What's up, Bobby?
3: We are tightening up. We got a lot of good comments last week, a lot of good feedback. We told you it's going to take a couple of weeks for us to gel, you know. And now we're here and we're we're ready to rock and roll. Week five's coming. We've we're already what a quarter of the way through the regular season, or it's pretty much well, it's eighteen games now, so not really, but uh yeah, basically just excited about DFS and NFL week five. Uh Kirky coming at me on Twitter about the Celtics. I don't know if we want to get back into this because we just did it previously, but You can state your case. You're really, you're
2: really, you're really upset about this,
3: huh? I am. I, I'm a little, I'm a little, I was a little upset, you know?
2: Don't be upset. upset. It's just so, so to me, it's like a knife in the back when a fellow Bostonian uh, (laughs) starts bad-mouthing the Celtics on, on Twitter and the Celtic fan base. So, uh, you know, I expect it from every, the entire rest of the country, which, which is what everybody does. I don't expect it from, from our, from within so I had to comment, you know, and uh, I get it. You know, so like what, what, what feels like a knife to me feels like, felt like a knife to you. I'm sure with my, my comment, you know, so it's yeah. in my eyes, we're even, but uh, okay. I'm excited no, for, fine. The eye for an eye. Yeah. I'm excited for the Celtics season. I think that on paper, they look awesome. We'll see how it all works. There's a lot of, you know, question marks. Uh, will Porzingis health, will he stay healthy throughout the year? Will they, how much will they play him all that stuff? But, uh, you know, it, it's it, – it's, uh, it, plus that day move to Milwaukee was great for them. Um, so uh, it's – the East is going to be fun, you know.
0: And, I'm with uh, you. I'm excited Nodo, Nodo's too.
2: Got, Noto's got Laurie Markinen and, uh, and uh, Jord, Jordan Clarkson. So he, he's – Kessler. He's looking forward to
1: it. Yeah, Kessler. Oh, yeah, dude. Kessler. So what, uh, what's the root of the argument here, uh, Bobby? I missed the. the spot I'm.
3: On. I'm not. I'm a. So I'm a. I'm not a homer. I'm like very critical on my home teams, and the Celtics are just they. Everyone, oh, they're gonna win it this year. It's been the last four or five years now. I just want them to play a few games. I understand they're the best team in the league on paper, but I uh, just want to. I want to see them play it out a little bit. All right, this is. Yeah, you know, I get just pulled it up. Here is the whole, the entire, the. the
2: so Bobby sent out a tweet. He was retweeting um, uh, somebody that said for, that Scalabrini It was Scalabrini. Wrote, he's uh, on Scalabrini the podcast. Every, every NBA coach, general manager, will tell you right now that this is by far the best roster in the NBA. And uh, he quote tweeted that, and Bobby wrote, this team is exciting, but I have a feeling by the end of the season, the green teamers will make watching them unbearable for me. Most delusional fan base in sports. So he's calling – his own fan base, the most delusional fan base of sports. So then I saw that, and I wrote, "Were you dropped on your head as a baby?"
3: Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's it. That, it's that, it. So like, that, I get. I shouldn't have gone with it. They are like the most. They're the biggest like Yahoo Lemmings fan base. Like they'll never be critical of this team. It's just, from the broadcast down. This is how it goes. It's just been this way forever, and that's my issue with it. Is I. I just want them to play the games. I want them to close out a series versus Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? Like supposedly this great. Well, team, they did like, that. They, they did,
2: did it the, year. the year before. Then they then they did. Then they
3: lost in the and finals, and they had a lead in the finals, and they blew that. So like, Tatum choked in the second half of that playoff and the, the final game of that series. Like, there's there's still young kids developing.
2: You know, the the future is still bright. We're not we're not dealing with a fat old James Harden. You know, or uh,
3: no, I get it
2: um i
0: get
3: it
2: but anyways we're, we're this is a football podcast sorry to everybody but i uh, hope you enjoyed it uh that little thing but this is week five we've got 10 games we've got it so we have we have lose four teams for the bye first bye week cleveland chargers seattle tampa bay are off the slate only one that really you know there's a little firepower there with the chargers um some tampa bay stuff but um And then we don't have uh, San Francisco, so we don't have to worry about CMC going for 50 fantasy points, uh, which helped me last week. Um, We don't – who else is uh, off on uh, the the Green Bay uh, and Raiders, which is nice because the Raiders have a bunch of injury news now that's popping up with, like, Devontae Adams not practicing, Carr is questionable, Uh, Cowboys are playing San Francisco, so that game is off. Um, but we still have 10 games. We've got some pretty good top firepower matchups. We've got Kansas City is, has the closest line, you know, minus three and a half points in Minnesota, 52 and a half point total. Um, I uh, I bet on the Jets last last week and uh, loved Mahomes making the right play in football at the right time. I never never had any doubt that he was going to go down at all when it was open end zone right in front of them. So I was happy to see that uh, that that helped help the bankroll for your boy. But uh, they didn't play very well, um, you know, at least in the second half. So uh, Minnesota's defense is not the greatest. Hitters. this game has shootout written all over at 52 and a half. Uh, next game, Philadelphia is four and a half point favorites traveling to the Rams, who have overperformed for sure, at least in my expectations. Uh, Fifty-point total there. Then we're going to have to have some takes on how to play this Miami game because Miami's offense is just ridiculous. Um, But they're twelve-point favorites against uh, the Giants, who, unfortunately, I was feeling feeling a little too comfortable betting on the home dogs like the Jets the night before, and I took uh, the Giants in that game, which was the worst bet and was the most tilting bet on the at watching uh, Daniel Jones just throw pick after pick and take sack after sack they haven't scored a touchdown in two home games. This team sucks but okay well get them done. so there's that that game so um, then we have Cincinnati Burrows look terrible minus three at Arizona we got a Detroit game at home against Carolina which is kind of interesting but those are like the the key games at least to me and then we've got other games with other players we'll get into. But uh, over no, no, you got the injury news total. Uh, usually you're always up on that. Are you any big injury news for us today?
1: Looks like Cooper Cup's coming back, so we'll have to talk through uh, you know, that receiving situation for Los Angeles. Looks like Amon Ross St. Brown is doubtful, so um, Josh Reynolds also questionable in on that one. Um, could see some really cheap receivers pop for the Lions, uh, and then David Montgomery, obviously. He's getting a ton of work, and that's a good spot for him, which we'll cover. And yeah, I think you uh, you uh, wrapped up the slate pretty good. The big question for me is whether that terrible Giants offense is going to be able to do just a little bit of pushback against the Dolphins. That's all. It's really all we need, just them to put up twenty points, and I think that could be the best game of the slate.
2: Plus, the chalkiest wide receiver it looks like it's going to be Wandale Robinson uh, in that game. Three yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby, what's uh, how are things looking? Nice call on the H Chan. We have to say it's not H Chan, Chan. It's H uh, Chan, yeah. Yeah, I know you were tilted because you you messed it somehow. You you didn't, I have didn't the play the right combo
3: enough, but, and I wanted to uh, lock him. Uh, I called him on both shows that I was on last week. I thought he was a very strong play. I ended up locking CMC, which was good. I was very overweight on Puka. They were like my three favorite plays. So immediately, like I was in. I was in a very good spot. And I just didn't didn't play a chain for whatever reason, just because trying some different things in my process and didn't get there. Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, I feel you. I had uh, I called Comet and uh, Fields is my favorite uh, stack, and uh, I had that going into Sunday and I blew the whole thing up for AOC on DraftKings. So DraftKings was a disaster, but uh, and I was also tilted when I just. I mean, Komet was the absolute nuts, you know, because only tight end to really do anything. Uh, Mark Andrews did stuff. I think we called that too as well. But anyways, let's uh, let's break it down. Let's get uh, get our feel for this week. Hopefully, we all crush this week. Um, first thing I like to do, I uh, look at the blitz most plays, and then I compare it to Thorman's article over on uh, ETR to see if we get like a uh, you know up and pace games. Uh, Cardi, surprisingly, again, uh, the highest from play standpoint. He's got the New Orleans-New England game. That game should be disgusting, but we'll talk about it. Uh, then he also their second highest most plays is Baltimore-Pitt, which is another game I wasn't really thinking about playing much on. And then you've got the KC Minnesota. Uh, over at Thorman's article, it's KC Minnesota, Philly, the Rams, Tennessee, uh, Colts. Um, and, uh, I mean, the Colts. I'll tell you what noto anthony richardson looks freaking amazing um you were on that since day one bobby liked him too a little bit i think throughout um but uh i don't know bobby's in a tweet war with jesse right now so uh wait did you get
3: anything good i'm losing no i'm losing i'm currently losing yeah i'm about to wave the right the white flag um, I don't think you can win. I don't think you can win versus Chassis. to be perfectly honest. So.
2: Well, anyways, so th- those are the games. Um, we'll, we'll we'll start it off. We'll go uh, running back, talk about that, head over to QB like we do, pa- uh, pair it up with our wide receiver for stacks, tight ends. Bobby is coming out with the fire defense this week right off the bat because someone called him out
3: on, on that said said, uh, you know, let him down. I am actually. Seat. I have it. I have it ready to go.
2: Nice. So I'm psyched about that. And it that. correlates uh, it correlates the...
3: with my favorite running back, too, on the slate.
2: Ooh. Nice. And now and also from the comments, the people do want the UFC plays. And I got two winners that I'll be giving at the end of the show. One is a max bet for me, which is a big one, big boy. So we're gonna be uh stressed out watching that fight. But uh there's no sweat like a UFC sweat. These guys put their Freaking life's on the line, right? You know, and it's uh, it's crazy. Anything can happen at any moment. But we're, I got a nice winner there. All right. At the running back position, uh, from a chalk standpoint, it looks to me like Achan is going to be the chalk now. After you know getting more usage and coming off of two massive games, it just eight rushing attempts for one hundred and uh, one, one hundred and one yards. The thing that's crazy about him is he just looks. He, he looks like the Tyreek Hill of running backs. Like he's just so electric. Um, he's also first in yards after contact per touch first and missed tackles. Uh, he got up to 66% of the snaps last week. So that's a nice increase. 61% of the routes, another increase there. So he's still has most to, to um, compete with, but uh, this matchup couldn't get any better against the giants who are just awful. Um, and then, uh, Joe Mixon is, uh, going to be, going to be chalky a little bit. I actually like him this week. I'm like the anti-Mixon guy. I know the guy kind of stinks. He's not very efficient, but he's got some little bit, a little bit in him. And, uh, this is a great matchup. And I just think with the way that burrow has been playing, they'll probably, uh, lean on him a little bit more, but other than that, Camara, we called that. he got a ton of targets. So that was good. David Montgomery, we got to talk about Brees Hall, Bijan, Swift, Stevenson. Who are you? Who are the guys that are standing out to you, uh, Noto?
1: Yeah, I wasn't excited to see Joe Mixon pop as like the best point per dollar option, and pretty much all the models across the industry don't like that because uh, I have a history of playing him and uh, being mad that I played him. So I don't know what to do there. My favorite running back plays Bijan Robinson. Uh, he's had increased snap rates each of the last four weeks. Um, he has one of the highest uh, route rates of any running back in the league. Great matchup at home against Houston, uh, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. So I think it's a really good spot for uh, Bijan Robinson. And yeah, I mean, HN is certainly interesting. You know, now that it doesn't look like Jeff Wilson's going to play. He was originally activated off of injured reserve, but sounds like he's going to be out. So uh, one less guy to worry about in that backfield. And then, yeah, the David Montgomery one, especially with the Monroe St. Brown, not expected to play. He's had something like 71 touches in his three games so far this season with the with the Lions. And, I mean, I talked about it in my article a little bit. We saw Jamal Williams break the, you know, all-time rushing touchdown record last year. And Montgomery's role is even bigger than what we saw from Williams last year in this offense. So I do think he's interesting. Panthers dead last in rush DVOA and rush EPA. So, I think it's a really good spot for him at home.
2: Let me add one more thing with him. Um, Jameer Gibbs popped up on the, uh, he's questionable now. Um, he was added to the injury report on Friday today. Uh, this is, uh, we're recording this at 6 p.m. Um, but uh, he, uh, it's not a good sign. He, they, they said he likely tweaked something in the final practice of the week, but putting his uh, availability at risk, so that's something to monitor. I like David Montgomery either way, but. I mean, unfortunately, that will probably just shoot him to the moon for as a chalk play because, like you said, Carolina dead, dead last and uh, DVOA against the run. Bobby, talk to me, yeah. running backs.
3: Yeah, so for me, like basically getting into it right away, a and Mixon seem like the two chalkier backs based on projections. So I'll just go at this from a GVP perspective. This is kind of what I was arguing with Jesse over. I really couldn't really elaborate on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I would prefer playing HN. I'd probably play him under the field, um, and then play in an in Xing Mixon. Like Mixon at 6,400. I have no interest in. Seems like terrible leverage. I just hate playing Mixon for what it's worth. Arizona is good against. Is bad against the run. I know. Uh, you're taking Higgins out of the equation in terms of the Cincy offense. It's still though. I don't. I don't want to get to Mixon. Like I'd rather go to other places. Adrian's um, st- a very strong play. He was my play last week. Like I really liked him. I thought he had a much higher ceiling at five seven than Javante Williams, who was pretty much the Mixon play of last week, H- hitting every optimal. Um, and yeah, he only got there in eight touches. But I don't know. I for me, I I would. I think eight. Atrian has a lot more paths than Mixon to be to be in good chalk, I would say, uh, even at his current projected ownership. So, um, whether you can fade him or not, like there are good pieces in that range, um, and there are good running backs in general. Noto hit on Bijan. I think Bijan's in a fantastic spot. Derek Henry's at Indy. Indy's hemorrhaging, like right, points to the running back position currently. Um, Kyron's in a really good spot at six seven. Philly's giving up a ton of pass catches to the running back, to the running back position. Kyron's obviously seeing a ton of work in the passing game, uh, so there are definitely plays here. Noto talks about Montgomery seeing a stronger workload than Jamal Williams. Uh, they're more on the higher end. I, I I I'm just saying in terms of like where I would like to go in terms of a pivot off A-Chan If I was fading A-Chan would be DeAndre Swift, six K. He's right there. Um, I think he's in a really good spot versus a Rams defense that really outside of um, their D tackle there he's his, his name is slipping my mind currently but uh, yeah they're not they're not really bringing a ton on defense so I I, I like Swift a good bit um, Connor versus Cincinnati people can make the case for him at five eight he's seeing a really good workload. I think I'd still prefer Achan, but Connor grades out pretty well. Um, my favorite play at the running back position—it seems to be the the play that's getting steamed up the most around the industry now—is uh, Brees Hall at five-four. Like his snap count's going to increase. He's a much better running back than um, what people I think cu- currently give him credit for. He hasn't seen a full snap count. There's two other backs in that situation, but i don't, I'm doing whatever I can to get Brees Hall in my lineups this week.
2: All right. Uh, I love Brees Hall as like a player. I think he's absolutely yeah. electric. I do look, I get worried when I look at this snap share, right? Like 44% last week, Dalvin cook 25%, um, 31% for Michael Carter. It's a good sign that Dalvin's been, been dropped down after his first two duds to 25% the last two weeks. So clearly Brees Hall is the the lead back, but like he's all like, it does. It always worries me. Um, but I, I, you know, just at Brees hall it feels like to me. So um, I was just thinking how I tilted last week more is because, so like, I remember at the beginning of the slate, I had the Carolina D. So everything like went out perfect for me at Carolina D. Um, I had Javante Williams who got injured, but I had Doug Devo- uh, DeAndre Hopkins and they threw that like 60 yard. Did you guys see him drop, just miss DeAndre for, for like a 60 yard TD in the end zone. It was crazy. I feel like if I just got that, I was going to be off and running, but I would have been, bombed but uh with aoc anyway but uh anyway so Brees hall feels like the Javante williams it's just like the, the matchup is just incredible against denver right like this denver d is just awful um so i'm with you there um derrick henry is back um uh, i i kind of figured he would start coming along um question uh do either of you guys like Camara with uh, getting 14 targets last week?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't hate him. Uh, Derek Carr is still nursing that shoulder injury. Um, tough matchup against the Patriots. But if he's not going to be able to throw it downfield very much, I uh, got to think Kamara is going to get a lot of those dump offs. Um, what about you, Bobby?
3: Yeah, the, the shoulder injury is why he got those targets. Um, I, I, I wonder how long that will take to kind of – like I, I think – um like the backup probably should have played there. Who Jameson Williams is that not Jamison Williams? What Jameis Winston? I dude, I don't I'm just bad with names currently today. Ah, Jameis Winston should have probably played in that scenario, but Carr seemed to be hitting like a lot of short eight dot targets. I think that'll probably happen again in New England. So yeah, I don't hate Kamara. Um the Patriots defense is pretty banged up. Uh, they're missing like four – they they have guys who are injured, like four guys in the secondary who are injured currently. Um, Judon is out, so there's not much of a chance for a pass rush there. Um, yeah, my play in that I, – I like going back to Alave because I think people are trying to make Alave work last week. Maybe Carr's a week better with the shoulder. He can get it out there to Alave, although he hasn't really targeted – like in the games I've watched, he's not really – Going to him as much as I would like. Um, yeah, but basically, from the running back position, I don't hate Kamara. The Brees thing, Brees got coach speak, like he's off, he's off, he's not no longer on a snap share, snap limit, or whatever. So I think that I, I actually didn't want that news. I just wanted it to kind of happen naturally because I think that's what made people kind of start to hop on Brees. Um, we didn't talk about Madison and Pacheco, they're both at 5'7 think they'll be relatively chalky I'm not chasing Pacheco Madison I'm fine with Madison did get the third down roll which is pretty important because obviously Cam Akers we, we were trying to figure out if he was going to work in or not and this is likely going to be a game where they're trailing so the fact that Madison still was on the field on third downs um I think that's like good for him it basically says that he's he's fine to play at 5-7 um well like I said my favorite plays
2: yeah, I was going to mention Pacheco. I wanted to hear your guys' takes on him because like he had um 23 touches for 158 yards, uh 20, 20 carries. It's like when do you see that with like a Patrick Mahomes offense uh running back with 20 carries, 20 plus carries? So, but he did look electric in that game. It was a tough matchup, and he he did well the the Vikings is obviously you go more against them with the pass so I would lean Mahomes too but like he's still only 5700 and uh maybe you know if if he's going to get more usage or even close to that that kind of usage going forward um 5700 would be a steal Noto you have any thoughts on Pacheco?
1: Yeah, I think I prefer him over Madison if deciding between the two, just because the Vikings coaching staff was saying they're going to do the hot hand with Madison and Cam Akers. Obviously, you know, Madison was much better last week, and he was the hot hand. But I just worry that if he gets off to a bad start, we've seen him get off to so many bad starts, um, that it could be the Akers game. So I would lean Pacheco. But, um, yeah, to your guys' point, I prefer HN. I preferred Swift, Connor, some of those other guys in that same price point.
2: I thought uh, Acres looked pretty good, to be honest with you. Um, and he, when he he didn't get much work, but he, he had five for forty. He was averaging eight yards a rush. He looked to me, he looked pretty good. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, what about what's his, what's his price?
3: What's his price? Be, uh, I I don't think we're probably playing him, but I'm just interested. Forty nine hundred.
2: Or I mean, it's a Chiefs game with. with With a monster total
3: in a larger field tournament, like I wouldn't mind taking a shot on that, like if that switches at all. Um, just getting some exposure there. I think you can make the same case for Jalen Warren at 4,900, too. Um, over my guy Najee, yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't be claiming Najee as your guy currently.
2: (laughs) I know, I, I play too much Najee
3: always. Damian um, Pierce is in a, is in like a neutral game script and he's seen snap increase last week. I, I I don't know. I don't want to play too much Damian Pierce though, but I do Jalen Warren and Cam Akers are interesting at four nine. I so to get into Najee, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Kirk.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, no, I have not. I was joking. I was just saying, Najee. Najee's one of my guys that I always play too much because I'm always looking for someone to for him to fall in the end zone twice. Um, DeAndre Swift would be the last guy I think, kind of around this range to mention. Uh, that should be another good game's Rams. He had another 14 carries last week. Looked pretty good. Had a touchdown. Uh, utilizing the passing game, four targets, uh, four receptions, an extra 20 of the yards. Um, you know has rattled off one really good game against Minnesota and then two solid games against Tampa and Washington. So um, this is a should be a good game. Um, any any interest for either of you guys or you like the other, other guys that we already said? I love
3: Swift. Um, I think he's, I think he's a really good play at 6K. Like we're seeing a defined role for him in this Philly offense so I don't mind getting to him. There's another pivot off A-Chain. Which Jesse brought to my attention. Um, And it's Mostert at 6 2. He's direct leverage off him. So I guess if you're trying to get off off chain, Mostert's not the worst play.
2: Yep. Um, Any game script concerns for this? uh, Either you guys like this Houston, the Texans Falcons game to kind of go off.
1: I don't know about going off. I mean, Stroud's been awesome so far, and you know, you know, you can beat the Falcons through the air, and you can know you can beat the the Texans on the ground. So maybe you play Bijan and Stroud with one of his receivers. Um, we've seen Nico. three weeks, yeah. Nico or Tank or both Tank or Tank, but
2: yeah, I think Nico is like the wide receiver. Like he's, I think he's about, underrated for sure. What
1: about the Denver situation? If uh, Javante's out, are we just
3: avoiding it?
2: Go go Bellies!
3: No, yeah. So like, it's still like a. It would be Pirine, and then they're running in McLaughlin. I think it is. Is that is that his name?
2: I think it would be McLaughlin Europe.
3: Yeah, I might. You might be right on it being McLaughlin Europe because they seem to really like him and he's played well. They're giving him an opportunity with two healthy running backs. So yeah, it could be McLaughlin. Uh, What price do we have for McLaughlin? Does anyone know? Yep, 5k oh yeah I guess he he would definitely be c- come more into consideration just have to kind of see what projections are spitting out Bobby, that's he, the the 4K. he he want he, wa-
2: he wanted a 4k
3: I did want up. a 4k I don't know if I want do we want a 4k though because then we but know he's 5k is the
2: new 4k 5k is the new 4k yeah All right. Uh, that's running backs QB. Um, to me, that's this is like, keep it simple, stupid to me. It's like, I think like the upside with Hertz, like after playing AOC, I was like, I'm just such a bonehead. Like, like we've got, you've got, we've got proven got fantasy assets. Like Josh Allen and Diggs was, was obvious last week. We should have been, I should have been more. I played them on Yahoo in my main line with McCaffrey. That's why I won. But like um, I should have been on them on DK as well. And I was mad at myself or not, you know, like um, we've got Mahomes, Jalen hurts, Kirk cousins, and Tua. That's like, it seems like this is like, that's who I want. Like, yeah, you can go down to burrow, but like, I'm sick of this guy already. Right. He's, he's clearly injured and his offensive line can't protect him. He, he's not mobile. Um, it's a real problem. He loses T Higgins. It's like, I'm done with him for now until, until he shows me better. Matt Stafford is there. Uh, Noto probably has a Daniel Jones take that I'd like to hear because God, he <laughs> looks, I mean, I, I don't know who's worse. Daniel Jones or Mac Jones. Um, Fitting that they both have the same last name, but uh, Anthony Richardson. Actually, so he would be my favorite. So uh, those four, if I wasn't playing one from those four, I would probably look to try to get Anthony Richardson or Stroud uh, in. But maybe we can play a Zach Wilson. Maybe we can play a Russell Wilson. I don't know. Tell me what you guys think. Noto.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I have a big three. That's uh, Hertz, Mahomes, and Richardson. I think just uh, their four sailing combos so much better than everyone else. You can include Tua in there, too. Uh, We've seen the Dolphins, you know, run up scores already this season. So even if they get out to a big lead, I think he's going to be just fine. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Hertz has got, uh, you know, really good uh, weapons. Uh, He's got a very concentrated offense, which makes stacking easy, which is always nice uh, for tournaments. And then the tush push remains undefeated from the one-yard line. Mahomes. The problem with Mahomes is either playing with Kelsey or what do you do? I kind of like playing Mahomes with like Jefferson or Mahomes with Hawkinson. Um, are you you guys pairing? Who are you pairing Mahomes with?
2: Well, there's only the. I think there you, is one guy. He's got, Rice is going to be popular.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. He could get even if he gets a touchdown, that still might be three for thirty.
2: Yeah, I know he he his floor is extremely low, right? Like with any of these guys, but. What were you going to say, Bobby?
3: You don't need a double stack, Mahomes. Like, if Kelsey catches two touchdowns, you're fine with the single, right? I I know he hasn't been, like, over 70 yards in six games or something, but. I
2: don't think it um, matters. I think what matters is that this is a big game against Minnesota. that could Like, these are two – this game should shoot out, right? The game against, like, like the Jets, like, that shouldn't shoot out, right? Like, when you think about it, like – if you're ever going to play Mahomes to Kelsey, like, this is the week, no? On the road, in yeah. Minnesota, in the Dome.
1: I was just saying, is there anyone else you feel good about with Mahomes besides Kelsey?
3: It would be, be right. It, honestly, McKinnon hasn't – I think he got, like, five touches last week. But I, I, I just think they saved McKinnon. And then he gets his spots, like he gets like weird, gets like goal line touches occasionally. Like he's just in. He still doesn't have the ceiling though at his brain I don't. I don't even know. Um, I would just single him with Kelsey. I don't. I. I wouldn't overthink it.
2: So who? So yeah, it would. You would. So it would be like Rice, Sky Moore, or maybe Tony. But like none of those can feel. I mean, I guess Rice would be number one on that list. I I can't go Marcus without this game. I mean, maybe. I, who knows where what they end up doing? But um,
1: the problem is, if you play I, with Kelsey and you put in Jefferson, you got like four K a player
3: left. You know. Yeah. And, and then Watson be- seen. Watson seen forty three percent of the snaps. Like I know Watson's not great, but he he outpaid like. I don't know. I for me, it's it's Rice or Watson. I guess if you ha- if you're just picking another receiver, Rice and then Watson. I guess I, these other guys I just can't play ever. Can you play and make it? That's kind of what I'm thinking about doing. In, uh-huh. in smaller
1: field stuff. Yeah, I mean that's all I play. I guess so. Yeah, but what's combat.
2: the what's the. Point of playing him over a, uh Jalen Hurts, at least like with Hurts, you get you you get more rushing upside, more equity. Although Mahomes rushes a little bit, um,
1: I don't know. It's tough, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, all right, but that's like that's QB for me. I mean, can you guys make cases for anyone else?
3: Um, I will play some Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. Uh Zach Wilson at 4-9 versus the Denver defense is just bleeding fantasy points to everyone. Wilson looked good in an island game. I know people are gonna say, Oh, it's you're definitely chasing, but I don't know to get different. I think you can in larger field stuff. They make sense. And Daniel Jones busted an island game. Uh no one's gonna want to go back to him versus Miami, but we saw what he can do when he's basically when he forced to come back, like he can rack up fantasy points in a hurry now that's not me saying that daniel jones is good because i think he's absolutely terrible but i think that you can consider him um at that price tag and in that game environment uh versus the dolphins uh you hit on we kind of hit on richardson who do we hit on kirk we kirk cousins richardson um hurts to, uh i think those were the four that you guys said i think you could include burrow in that in large field tournaments the problem is the game pace for that game just looks terrible i think cardi has it as the slowest pace on the slate so 121 plays like I, that doesn't seem too enticing for me that's usually something i would try to stay away from but burrows 6200 um, him and chase are going to get right eventually there's there's like Chase is going to get a touchdown this year, I would imagine. So, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes this week and gets two.
2: I don't. I, I could play Chase, but I think I'm just going to play Chase alone. Um, I think I, I've I've seen enough from Burrow right now. It doesn't mean he can't like feel healthier and get it together, like you said, and just make me lose, you know, and wish I had him. But I can't do it. Um, Daniel Jones, man, he took 10 sacks. One of them wasn't like a real sack, at least I remember watching. But, um, that, te- that team is just a train wreck right now. And, like, and it's like the perfect, like, letdown. Like, what do they do now? If they, if they lose, they're going to lose this game. They, they have a tough game, I think, next week, too. I don't remember who, but I remember being taught, like, it's like their season's going to be basically over already. Um, I don't know. The
1: nice was. part about Jones is you play him with Wondell or Slayton or Waller, and then you bring it back with Tyreek, and you still have so much money left over. So, I mean, if that works, you're in a really good
3: spot. If you think about it, we have Wandale and Achain hitting optimals, too. So there's going to be some fantasy goodness in this game, correct? Like, it's a good way to basically differentiate your, your exposure to that game, I would say. Um, and everyone wants to play Tyreek, so yeah. I, I can I definitely think by the end of the week I'm going to have more Dan, Daniel Jones than I I feel comfortable with but you got to take I chances I'm gonna write down, stuff. I
2: think I'm going to write down do not play Daniel Jones just to like
3: <laughs> that might not because, be the worst idea
2: like because I've I've been here too many times um all right uh, let's move it on over to wide receiver with the stack. So let's, we're going to, we're going to have to talk about Juan Dale. I'll have to heal both of your guys' takes there. Marquise Brown is going to be chalky. Uh, the usage is incredible. 10 targets last week, seven receptions, almost hundred yards against a tough San Francisco defense. He's uh, the clear target monster for Arizona, who's been uh, shockingly competitive in pretty much all their games. Um, Justin Jefferson on the high end, Jamar Chase, is just too cheap for the old Jamar chase uh, has been, did have a big game against uh, the Rams, but uh, disappointed last week. Um, Tyreek could go crazy. Uh, Hopkins. I mean, he was literally Tannehill just missed. He missed him a couple of times, but just missed him on a 60 yard bomb right off the bat, which he should have hit him. He was wide open um, just off his fingertips bad pass 5,700. I just think a big game's coming. Um, I like this game kind of in the, in the dome in Indianapolis, uh, Garrett Wilson is probably my favorite play just because the, uh, I think, I think, I mean, he, I'm, I kind of bought in a little bit with, with, uh, you guys with, uh, Zach Wilson being competent, uh, or at least Bobby said that, um, but, You're going to have some Zach. I mean, he made some good throws. The momentum is there for him coming off of a, I know he blew it with the fumble, but um, whatever Uh, he, he had them in that game against the chiefs. That's got to feel good. Uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, obviously there's a connection there. you know, they, they, they came in together he, they, they have the uh, ability to remit, you know, Wilson has no problem yelling at him on the sideline, which I like to see. Um, But Garrett Wilson is a, is a freak. So if you, you feed him the ball against this Denver defense. I mean, honestly, I'd play Garrett Wilson with head chopper at QB this week against Denver. So um, I love him. But I uh, mentioned that A.J. Brown went ballistic last week. And it's like that That was like a, a reminder. Where, like anytime you forget about one of these like alpha stud wide receivers, that's when we should be playing them because uh, they, they they sure they can go off. So who, who who's uh, Noto? Noto, who are you on?
1: Yeah, you mentioned a lot of the good plays, and I love that you bring up Chop as the the guy that you entered into your your fake football lineup. Uh, Chop's one of the best. But uh, in terms of guys that are going to be low owned that I like, uh, Bobby brought up Olave. I think he's really interesting. Um, Derek Carr's shoulders is a, is a concern, but... Um, Patriots without their could be without their top four cornerbacks uh, this week. Um, their stud rookie cornerback uh, was just placed on injured reserve. They just traded for J.C. Jackson uh, from the Chargers, and he has been absolutely terrible this season. So I like Olave. He's seen double-digit targets in three of the four games this season. I like Michael Pittman. Um, you can stack him up with Richardson. He's seen 27% target share, 27% air yard share, we know uh, Tennessee's a little pass funnel there, so I like that. And then I like Darius Slayton. Um, everyone's going to be playing Wandell. I do like Wandell; at salary But slaytons he runs more routes, he plays more snaps, and he's kind of their deep threat. So if the offensive line can hold up a little bit, um, I just think he provides some nice leverage off of one of the more popular values on the, on the board.
2: What do you got, Bobby?
3: Two receivers that really stick out to me. Um, Michael Pittman. I think he's a really like I don't want to play Josh Downs, Raleigh Pierce, but I'll pair Richardson with Pittman. Uh, we know Tennessee's a pass funnel, so he's someone that I want to get to. You hit on Olave, gotta figure out what the deal is with his shoulder situation with Derek Carr. Um, but yeah, they're they're down they could be down four corners, like they Alave definitely a guy that you want to utilize in a situation like that if you're the OC for New Orleans. Um, just can't really assume rational coaching and can't really assume that Derek Carr is going to be able to get him the ball with the shoulder injury. Uh, Tyreek's definitely my favorite receiver on the slate. I don't mind going right back to Tyreek. Tyreek's leverage off of a guy like Achan too, if you think about it. Like One, if he catches an 80-yard bomb – or 70 yard bomb, he's taking a drive away from Chalk Autran. so that's interesting seeing him project as strong as he is. Uh, Chase is gonna get his two tutties, like no Higgins this week. It's, it's, I think he gets two this two week. Two tutties, so, uh, two tutties,
2: bet, for, that, for bet that prop, bet that uh prop.
3: He's at he's 1100 less than Tyreek. Um, I just – that game environment just makes me, like, not want anything to – like, I, I would love it if it would play a little bit more paced up. Um, and there's another guy that I, I think re- is in a really good game environment, but he's not currently being utilized like the number one receiver that he is. And it's actually A.J. Brown in this Phillies situation who is being utilized. But I like Devontae Smith. Um, I think that he's actually Jalen Hurts' favorite target, but because of whatever went on over the last three or four weeks between A.J. Brown and Smith or Jalen Hurts not looking the first two games at A.J. Brown, they've been peppering Brown, and eventually it's going to swing back the other way, and I want to be on the other side of that when it's Devontae Smith. Uh, Ram's secondary isn't going to be able to cover either of them, so um, I really like Devontae Smith too. I'm going to bump his projection a little bit
2: um i love nico collins and talk about you you've talked about two leverage spots both you know on uh with mostert on a chain and with uh Tyreek on a chain but like the ultimate leverage in that game if you're really thinking has to be jalen waddle who's hasn't done anything yet who absolutely nobody's gonna play and like Wick, why against a Giants defense that they should have their way wouldn't it make sense for them to be like all right let's get the let, Waddle's the man today like there's no reason why it couldn't be him right
3: I'm with you 17 and a half yards per catch for Waddle I mean we haven't seen him do it we know how good he is uh, it's yeah I don't mind jumping getting ahead on the Waddle train either um There's a lot of like under the radar plays that aren't projecting well at the receiver position that I like, and it's going to be difficult to parse through come Sunday on who's my favorite. I'm just starting to realize that. Uh, But yeah, I think you make a really good point with Waddle being very good leverage off of Achan.
2: And uh, what do, what do, uh, what do we do now with this Rams offense? Puka out with Cooper. I mean, we can't play a 7,700 with Cooper cup coming back. Can we?
3: um no you can't but you do have to work like don't go run to play cooper cup because it's a hamstring injury right like these things linger um i think it's just a knock to both of them pretty much uh it definitely hurts puka um all right any other flyers or people we missed or should we move it on over to tight end Let's move it on over to tight end, but first I have to do a read for Ticketmaster. If you guys are want to give me that time to do it,
2: the people love the read,
3: everybody's happy. Uh,
2: I don't know. I'm have you gotten any commercial offers? Anybody, yet, anybody else coming here? You gotta, you're gonna have to turn the DMs off. I'm sure you're getting hit all the time, but take it away.
3: Yep. Uh, let me find it first. I had it and I lost it. Uh, Shoot, where is this? Where is this read? Um, Here it is. Uh, Taylor Swift, Ticketmaster. Oh, Ticketmaster copy. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat their interactive seat map gives you 360 degree previews of your section to make sure that you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can even custom- customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team logo, team colors, find tickets today. At Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. Kirky, this seems like something you would like to be able to rep your team colors as the homer that you are, you know? You can get in there, I, I mean, put your Celtics green teamer, get the logo going. You should be all over this.
2: Yeah, why not? Um, first of all, like, I don't know what – I'm a homer, but I'm not a homer. Like, I'm pretty objective, but like a low-key. I, I, mean? I would I like, would strongly
3: disagree with the Celtics. I would strongly disagree. No, I just, I just
2: support my home team. That's all. As as a any red blooded American should do, you know, support the home team. <laughs> um, all right, uh, tight end. We've got uh, Kelsey, going to be uh, chalk expensive. Well, seventy six hundred feels like kind of a kind of a fair price in this this game. So I don't, I, I do like that um DJ e. hawkinson on the other side um is going to be less popular should be for sure but um uh, should have a, a lot of upside mark andrews came back from the dead with uh with a big game against cleveland two tutties uh if you guys are playing daniel jones maybe this could be a darren waller week i don't know um i won't be doing it probably i because I wrote it down to not do it, so I better not do it. Um but other than that, what do we do we have any like cheap chalk that's gonna bust like usual? We've had every week. Like who's the who's the cheap chalk tight end that's guaranteed to bust? Like we should just start with that.
1: But you know, uh, what do you think, well, the, the, the cheap Zach chalk is gonna be Zach Ertz, but it's hard for him to bust when he gets twelve targets a game.
2: Yeah. Um
1: but I think everybody's gonna go to Sam Laporta now that Monra St. Browns is expected to miss. Uh really good spot there. And I mean if Josh Reynolds is out, what what do we do here? Do we just play Leaf Raymond? Do you try Jameson Williams coming off of the suspension? We didn't really talk about it much, a receiver, but
2: um, Yeah, I mean it's strong. there's a that's also let's if let's put in the whole scenario if Burt um if uh Gibbs sorry is out too uh that's some running back targets as well so uh, I mean who are we looking at we're looking at Jamison Williams Khalif Raymond uh Marvin Jones 3k Marvin Jones I uh captained him on showdown a little while ago it didn't work against the Packers
3: at least that'll be the last time you ever do that yeah um but
2: uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, you, that's going to be crazy. If if this all shakes out, if Josh Reynolds is out and uh, give, I mean, this is going to be, these guys are just going to have to get targets. They, there's just nobody else. Yeah, I, mean, you'll be Williams-
1: I was going to say, you're gonna be able to play DeMont, Raymond, Laporta and Williams and still have like seven K per player left. You could take their whole offense pretty much and,
2: and then you've got Mahomes and uh, and Kelsey. Yeah. You could because does that was that? Could you? I'm sure you could probably do that. I'm sure. You, hold on. Well, Bobby, we you like a tight end? You got you're giggling over there. So you got a good tweet you're sending off or something.
3: Uh yeah. So Dallas Goddard's probably my favorite versus the Rams. Goddard got to get going eventually, right? Like, it's gonna happen. Forty two hundred seems like a pivot off of. A five K Laporta, even though I think Laporta is likely a good play, uh, especially with the injury situation that you guys kind of just talked about in terms of Detroit. Mark Andrews is another guy. Like I played him last week. I'm gonna go right back to him versus Pitt. Cardi has it as a pace up spot. I can I can play some Mark Andrews. Interesting to note, even though he's hurt, running in a like I, I guess they're running a three tight end situation there. But Kyle Pitts is down at 3-3 versus Houston. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could play Pitts. It's cheap. He's better than Ertz. He's more talented, you would think. But Ertz is going to get 15 targets at 3 5s I'm just thinking, um, I don't want to play Kyle Pitts. Never mind. If I'm playing oh. Daniel Jones, I'm yeah. definitely not playing Kyle Pitts. Like, It's one of the two. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Kelsey, obviously... Best tight end on this on the slate, but I uh, don't really have to get in that because we all know the spot that he's in.
2: Uh, I just made the build. I just uh, jammed in Mahomes, Kelsey, Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I jammed in Montgomery. I jammed in Jamison Williams with Khalif Raymond. And then it so, and I just hit optimize with my my current projections, and I got Brees Hall as the other running back so I got Mahomes Hall Monty Jameson Williams Khalif Raymond Juan Dale for the other cheap play with Kelsey Jefferson and then uh, Titans D
3: don't steal my Bruce Hall play dude it's pretty good pretty good squad I mean that's if all those players are how does how does that lose it's DFS anything can lose um I like it though it's a good team
1: and my ugly tight end play from last week, Logan Thomas, just goes off on Thursday night. Could have, uh, could have used he that looked, last week.
2: He looked good. I liked him last week too. Um, what? Who? I mean, I guess the only other, Hunter Henry could be in the mix.
1: <laughs> I like uh, Tyler Conklin. If we uh, think Zach Wilson's going to be decent, Broncos really bad against tight ends, and he's at least going to be
3: a couple percent rather than. 12% for Hurts. To the Hunter Henry call, it's like the exact opposite. Saints are a buzzsaw versus tight end. So just just a heads up there, Kirky.
2: Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't really going to play him. I was just mentioning
3: him. Oh, he's worth no, the mention, just,
2: yeah. I was just mentioning him dangling it out there to see if any of you guys like him. Um, Irv Smith has got off the injury report now from his hamstring.
3: I feel like he is someone that's going to, like, he's going to have to see targets. Like, they're they're removing Higgins. If he gets a full – if they say he's a full go, then I think he's a really good call. That's that's a sharp play. That's a sharp play in my opinion.
2: And um, just trying to look up how Arizona – Arizona's been middle of the road. A little bit pretty good, actually, against tight ends so far. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, are you ready, Bobby?
3: Yeah, I'm ready. I have it. You guys, Bobby Gomes, DFS it. defensive segment. Let's go. The Jets. It has to be the Jets, right? Like they're playing Denver. Denver's terrible. Thirty-one hundred. Jets get pressure. I like Brees Hall. Correlates with Brees Hall. I'm gonna be playing a lot of Jets D. Yes. Hopefully, it works out.
2: Um, looks like the Titans are going to be chalk at twenty four hundred, just because they're cheap against the Colts. Makes sense though. With uh, you can't run on them, and then uh, Richardson may uh, you know be forced out of the pocket, whatever. Take some sacks. Could see that working out. Um, Noto, who, who are you? Who are your favorite D plays, or do you not ever even have a favorite D play? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I never uh, never get defense right. Just copy what Bobby does. But uh, I put together a little pressures and sacks chart in the first look. And three defenses with the most sack potential. Dolphins, number one. Um, they're going to be pretty popular, but they're expensive. The Lions, number two against the Panthers. And then number three is the Texans, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. The problem is um, Atlanta's not going to throw the ball at all. So, yeah, I don't really love uh, any defenses. I'll probably just take the cheapest one that I can fit with the rest of my guys.
3: Are you a hate uh, I mean, defense the pick- guy? Noda? Huh? Are you a hate? Uh, are you a hate defense? Are you a defense shamer? Yeah, I mean, bring bring the kicker back.
1: I'll take the kicker over defense and title. I end. guess give yeah, two guess kickers. Right I don't care.
2: Um, I like them both. I say take them both. It's really, really crazy. Never,
3: um, So you would go defense and kicker, Curry?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And, Remember, Siege had the kicker model, the Edge, back in the day.
3: I don't remember, uh, but I wish I wish I did because I it, uh, it would just I'll be tell you what, something though, interesting if to chirp them about.
2: With Detroit hemorrhaging players, the Panthers' defense has been pretty pretty good. Twenty two hundred.
3: Ooh, nice call by Kirk.
2: No, anybody? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean that's leverage, right? I mean, if, that's if everything shakes out the way. They do. It probably won't i bet you reynolds will play uh, but who knows all right um let's uh let's finish it off with our stacks favorite stack uh one for the large field millimaker maker type extremely large field one for the smaller field stuff uh higher dollar maybe single entry three max type type of
3: thing um let's go who wants first noto or bobby i'm gonna go I'll go first. I'll go Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. All right. I got two for you. Who
2: who are you bringing it back? Who are you bringing it back with?
3: You don't have to bring it back. Uh, Kyron probably would be my favorite to bring it back with. All right. Sorry to interrupt.
1: You don't know. No, No, that's good. Uh, I like Anthony Richardson to Michael Pittman. You can bring it back with uh, Hopkins. You mentioned he almost had a touchdown last week. It uh, looks like Burks is probably going to be out again. You can bring it back with Chig. We didn't mention him, but he's a cheap tight end. Then I also like uh, Dobbs, Marquise Brown, and Jamar Chase. Kind of a cheaper stack. Uh, we didn't mention Dobbs, but 40-plus rushing yards in three straight games. He's playing well. They're at home.
3: I like this Dobbs call. Oof, that's a sharp call.
1: He'll regress back to his, his usual state, but uh I like him for one week at least.
2: Um I mean I, I said I I gotta stick to what I said, which was I was gonna like hone in on my you know, Hertz, Mahomes, Tua or Cousins, I guess from an ownership standpoint. Um, I mean, I'm gonna take Kirk Cousins in this one, you know, with the playing the Chiefs, they're gonna have to be passing a ton um they haven't had been you know too successful running it on the ground great spot for Jefferson so I know it's chalky but um that will be my uh smaller field stuff and uh you know I'll try to run it back with Kelsey if not I'll go to to Rice but um I think I'll I'll try to make a priority to Kelsey and just have to use a bunch of value around it um to a would be my large field, you know, large field. So I, he just never ends up getting enough ownership. And I think the way to do it in large field is what we said. I think let's play Waddle with him and then, uh, and then yeah. let's, let's hope that Waller still has some juice in the tank and let's, let's, let's run it back with a tight end. And that's what I got. Um, all right. Any final words to the people, Bobby? You want to share this tweet you're about to send out
3: right now? No, it's it's. Uh, good luck to everyone. I was I was just reading the thread that I had missed because we we're on the show. Um, yeah, Ex- excited uh, to read it. Yeah, good luck, everyone. Hope you have a good week five. Win some money. Uh, yeah, that's it. Nope.
2: Noto, have fun with your your boys' trip.
3: Yeah, it
1: should be fun to a little house uh, for the weekend. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, yeah, the comments were too nice last week. So give us a hard time in the comments uh, this week so we can uh, tilt Kirk a little bit. And, Kirk, build at least one Daniel Jones deck. You got it.
2: I, but I wrote down, do not play Daniel Jones. Uh, all right, I'll do it. And then I'll uh, I'll uh, I will ream you out on the show next week if it doesn't work. Or you will get all the glory if it does work. So. I hope it works. just got to come through for me. Um, all right. Oh, the UFC picks. Final. Oh, yeah. Almost forgot. I got uh, – let me check the lines, pull up the, the current lines real quickly. Um, I, got, I got a winner for sure. I got a max bet for me, um, which is going to be big. Uh, and it's a favorite, and I normally don't like doing that. But I'm going to take uh, Joaquin Buckley he is you can find him anywhere 175 to 160 minus 165 to 185 depending on your book um and uh he's just better than alex morano everywhere in my opinion I think the only way he loses unless he just doesn't come out like he like I'm expecting him to like and he's sick or something or hurt or something like that and just or he get gases he shouldn't get gas so he should be better in every facet you should only have to worry about a a a, a lucky knockout if, some, if if Morono knocks him out luckily on some shot, but like Morono is not even a power guy, so Buckley should have his way. He has so many paths to win. He could win by decision. He could he could grapple with him. He should knock him out or at least be the the better striker and the more powerful striker. So that's my max play. Uh, my other bet is Alex Hernandez. He's anywhere from uh, minus one fifteen to minus one thirty. I was. About to pull the trigger on him yesterday when he was plus 120. I don't know what happened. The line moved overnight, so a lot of money came in on him. I still think uh, the line is too. I think he should be a bigger favorite than this over Bill Algio. So those are the guys. Alexander Hernandez is a play, and uh, Joaquin Buckley is a max play. Good luck if you uh, tail me, and let's uh, let's win. Uh, if you fade me, and uh, I hope you I hope you uh, lose. But uh, all right, let's. Uh, that's a wrap. I think we uh, made decent time, had a good show. We This has been the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 5 Edition. We'll be back next week for Week 6. Good luck, everybody.